5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, happy Friday, everybody. We are back today, and we're closing out the week. Last two days, I was in St. Louis, and uh, what a it's, a it's a good time hanging with some people, but also doing some work and training. But uh, here, here, this is where we're going to. We're going to jump right to the verse today. We've got Psalm chapter 34, and we're going to start with verse 18. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. The righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to the rescue each time. For the Lord protects the bones of the righteous, not one of them is broken. Now this one, it's it's kind of a, you know, hopefully you're, when you hear that verse, verse 20, the Lord protects the bones of the righteous, not one of them is broken. And you're like, Bo, hold up a second, wait. So me speaking, I have broken some bones, and uh, I've broken some toes, I've broken some fingers, I broke my elbow. Um, so those are, you know, but nothing, no major like compound fractures or anything like that. All, you know, pretty, pretty relative, uh, you know, but either way, where we're going to, we say, wait a second, I've broken a bone. Does that mean I'm not part of the righteous? And I would say we have to be careful on this verse to to really understand it in a sense where we're saying God doesn't allow the righteous to have bones broken. And somebody can, again, as people do in Scripture, they, you know, they find one piece of Scripture and then they build a whole theology around it which is not good. Like, you can't take one verse and then build an entire theology of what God says about broken bones based on this passage. (laughs) This would be foolish. So instead, what we have to do is understand, like, all right, so what could this psalmist, this is David who's writing, what could he be talking about? And I would say this means we've got to go you know, to those verses or even verses, uh, even the chapter ahead of it, David's talking about how God is going to be near to his people, right? This is why in verse 18, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. When we are looking at this verse, when we are trying to understand this verse, we're saying God is near to his people, God is going to hear them when they cry out to him. Why? Because he's near. And so when you get to this this verse 20, right, because 19, the righteous person faces many troubles, and we've emphasized this. We already know that the righteous, the people of God are going to face troubles, but it says, but the Lord comes to the rescue each time. Now, it's not the exact same way, you know, or it's not the same timing, You see, God always, you know, as we talked about on Sunday, God's going to make a way. It just may not be the way you thought, in your timing that you thought. We are oftentimes a selfish people with selfish plans. And we say, God, do it this way or, you know, it's, you know, or you don't exist or something like that. We're, we're really putting God in this ultimatum testing area. And this, that, that's just foolish. 
We're saying God knows more than us. I mean, if we're actually holding to what God says, or we're saying God knows more than me, and if God knows more than me, then God is going to be best at understanding how to be able to sort through things as well. And so now we finally get to verse 20 here, right? David's understanding, trying to explain that with the hardship and worth the persecution, God is near. And so when he makes this, you know, it's almost more poetic than it is. Um, it's, it's not a, a declaration that if you are the righteous, then your bones won't be broken, But in a symbolic sense, it's more of this is an exaggeration for effect, noting that, you know, kind of God can thoroughly protect us in a sense of kind of looking at the entire body, right? The entire body or the body of Christ, as we would call it, Um, the body of believers. God's not going to want to break a bone within the body. But I think this also points us towards the Messiah, so what we see is that Jesus is on the cross, right? And the uh, and it says that Jesus had had already died, but um, but and that's why the, it started to you know rain, or it, it was like it was causing this big ruckus, right? Jesus being dead, and that's why they were going to hurry up and break the legs of the people who were on the cross so that we could they could get it over with. And they broke the legs of the thieves next to Jesus. And then when they came to Jesus, they said, he's already dead. This is when they pierced his side. But it said, they will not break a bone. So it kind of gives us a sense of this was Jesus. This is Jesus. The the bones of Jesus will not be broken He's going to be the perfect Passover lamb. The perfect Passover lamb would not have broken bones. It would have been a perfect lamb that was prepared, right? And Jesus was the perfect lamb. He died. He shed his blood for us. He rose again in victory for us. And so it gives us, yes, that kind of both looking at it here like, no, God's protecting us. God wants to constantly be with us. He's with us as the body of believers, the church, the body of Christ. I mean, however you want to to use that term, God is with us. He's with us. He's with the brokenhearted. He's with the people going through difficulties and problems and people who are suffering and people who are, you know, mourning loss. And it's a promise for us that we also have one who has died for us and who reigns supreme. All right, think about that. Um, Read through the rest of uh, chapter 33 and 34, and, and I think you'll find that that's the case of what we've been talking about, that God is protecting and God is with us. So may that give you some hope as you go through this weekend, and uh, make sure you, you find a church on Sunday. All right, everybody, take care.